0: good morrow friend or perhaps good day good evening whatever time you're listening to this this is at least you didn't sponsored by elixir drinks i'm annabelle buckland i am caroline verdon and here is how this podcast works so the pair of us are utter
1: disasters if something bad is going to happen it's going to happen to us if someone's going to embarrass themselves on a night out It's going to be us. Rather than keep those stories of humiliation and shame just buried down deep, we decide to do the opposite and just share it on a podcast
0: because it makes us feel better. And what we absolutely love is when you share your stories with us as well because... We are pretty disastrous, but we're not the only disasters in the world, are we, Caroline? And we absolutely love hearing your stories, your tales of woe. So get in touch. You can find us at At Least You Didn't on pretty much everything. Facebook, Insta, Twitter. So the way
1: we go about doing this podcast is that the pair of us just WhatsApp each other when WhatsApp is working, uh, random headlines from terrible things that we have done, and then we get together for a recording session. We click record. We tell each other the stories, and the worst of those stories, the most humiliating of those stories are the ones that will appear on a podcast. On this
0: week's episode, at least you didn't give the postie an eyeful, kill a teacher or forget to put the brakes on. (laughs) At least you didn't Have a crush on Mick Hucknall Carpet burn, your lady bits At least you didn't Show the coppers your tits It could be worse Right, Caroline, I'm looking forward to this one. At least you didn't Give the postie an eyeful An eyeful of what, I wonder? I'm sure you can already guess.
1: I'm sure you can already guess. So, um, this was when Fred was probably about three months old and... I was a mess I had been in hospital (laughs) for quite a long time I'd been quite unwell I'd only been out from hospital for a couple of weeks um and I was trying to breastfeed Fred which wasn't working so then I opted to express feed him which basically meant that what felt like every single second yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) take it take it (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> no. Every second of every day, I hooked myself up to a, like a cow's milking machine and just
0: <laughs>
1: squeezed milk out of my that. breasts. We um did not need that sound effect, Caroline. It's meant to be a beautiful experience, each to their own. It was not mm-hmm. a beautiful experience for me. Um, and I will say on record, you feed your baby however the hell you want to feed them. I don't care. Just feed them well. Mm-hmm. In whichever way. Um, And for me at that time, it was express feeding. Anyway, um, it's really awkward to have to constantly get, like, flap a boob out. Like, at least when when there's a baby there, it's, like, attached to it. But when you're trying to attach yourself to one of these suction cups, it is, it's it's ridiculous. It's like trying to attach a funnel to your boob and it sucks and it sticks there. So, it's like,
0: it's horrible. Like the hoover. Do you ever put the hoover on parts of your skin? I love doing that. I wondered what you're going to say there. Um, <laughs> what part's Hannibal? How How much do you love it?
1: Um, so it, it was just tiresome. And if I wasn't expressing the milk, I was feeding Fred with milk from a bottle because that's where we were at. Express, feed from bottle, express, feed from bottle, day in, day out. And it's just me in the house during the day because Rob's at work. mm mm-hmm. Arthur's, at, you know, at school, so we're just we're just cracking on, just the pair of us. Anyway, it had been a particularly long day. i would not had very much sleep. I was an absolute mess, hair all over the place, big bags under the eyes. Doorbell goes, and it is the postman, and I know what he's delivering. He's delivering one of these super duper breast pumps that you can hide in your top, so you can wander around the streets and be just. Expressing milk, and nobody knows. It doesn't make a noise, and it's all. So I was so excited about receiving this like this was the best thing i could ever possibly receive through the post I can't wait ever. to
0: express milk in public all my dreams have come true
1: i can't wait to be in tescos doing my weekly shop honestly it was absolutely it was the best thing ever so um the doorbell goes oh, and i leg it to the front door and i open the front door and the postman's really weird and i'll be honest he's a bit weird anyway he's not one for chatting He doesn't really like to make a conversation. But he was especially, Mm -hmm. especially non-chatty on this particular Best kind of
0: postman, if you Um, ask me. Knock on the door, deliver the goods, get out. Well, this time, he didn't even make eye contact. And I
1: thought, that's strange. He normally does. Anyway, he sort of hands over the package and thrusts that little machine and one of those plastic pencil things in my hand so I can sign for it. Um, And I was like, well, thanks very much. Have a lovely day. And he was like, yep, y- uh, yep, yep. I thought this is really weird. Why is he being so weird with me? <laughs> just like the man gets weirder every day. How odd. And so I shut my front door and just sort of behind the front door in the hallway, we have a massive mirror that's like a, well, one of those mirrors that you can just see how you're looking before you open the front door, which I had failed <laughs> to do. I know what mirrors felt. do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had failed to to check myself before I went to the front door, because it appears that what I did when I opened the front door was went out there with a breast out, one hundred percent, completely, totally, and utterly out. And not only like
0: that, purposefully out. <sighs> yeah, but it wasn't even a good one, like. It wasn't even looking at its best. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't even Be- one of your good. It wasn't even one of your
1: good boobs. It wasn't the left one, Annabelle. It was the right one. You know? Do you know what I mean? It's it's not as big. Um, it was that because I've been like desperate to try and express. I had. I'm just. I'm going to make no bones of it. I had bruised and blistered, oh, my breasticles. Uh, and so there I was, flapping it about in his face. I mean, no wonder the man couldn't leave fast enough. Motherhood is tough. It is. It is. But I have to say, in this instance, kudos for the postman for returning and continuing to do our post after that (laughs) very traumatic experience. (laughs) I'm quite concerned about this one. (sighs) At least you didn't
0: kill a teacher. I did wonder about whether I should leave this for series three. (laughs) series three when we can afford like solicitors. (laughs) Okay, right. I'm just going to start off by saying it's not as bad as it sounds and I'm not a violent person. Okay. Just getting that out there. I want that on record. Any story that you have to caveat with that makes me nervous. Sometimes it's better to be safe than sorry. Okay. Okay. So I'm just saying that right now. So this was a story from... (laughs) That's all about basketball like so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> This is a story all about how I murdered someone. Wow, well, that's that's gone dark. I, <laughs> okay, right. Let's not beat around the bush. This is a story from when I was eleven years old at secondary school up north yeah, in Lincolnshire, where I used to live. So I went to a sports specialist school. For one year. <laughs> and that Until meant I that you were rubbish. They took sport in you know, like there's specialist schools. Like the 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 prime the secondary school I went to after that was like a performing arts specialist. Yeah, school. Mine I was. fit in much better there. Okay. So at this sports school, they took sports very, very seriously, loads of cool sports trips and um all your equipment you basically had to have yourself. So you had to have your own hockey stick, and it was hockey season. And I'd got my new hockey stick that I'd got from JJB in the summer holidays with my mum. Really excited to use it. I was thinking, right, this is going to be the start of my hockey career. This stick is the key to my sporting success. Yeah, I can feel it. There's an athlete within me and she's just been waiting for it to be hockey season. So I'm really excited. I'm going into school. And it's a day when we've got games scheduled or PE. We called it games up there. We go and play hockey. It's fantastic. I hit the ball maybe three, maybe four times. So I'm feeling very pleased with myself. And we get changed off to go to our next lesson, which was science. And we're supposed to put our all of our like bags and stuff around the outside of the, the room before we then go and sit down at our desks. But I'm really quite attached to my hockey stick. I don't want anyone stealing it. Like I've said, it's going to be the key to my career. So I keep my hockey stick close by. It's a motto I live by. And it hadn't done me too badly up until this day. So I prop my hockey stick up against the back of my chair, crack on with my Bunsen burner stuff and all of that nonsense. And um, we've got this supply teacher who... No joke must have been about a hundred years old. She couldn't hear a thing. She could barely keep control of the class because bless her, she was she really was old. and she was she got so much work as well. She was always in covering lessons and she I don't I don't think she knew a single thing about science. She <laughs> would just give us this exercise to do. and then she'd just walk up and down. The benches. She was really strict, right? And she'd walk up and down, basically looking over everyone's shoulder to make sure no fun was being had, yep. no enthusiasm for learning was present, making sure that everyone was being quiet and miserable. And she walked past my chair, and I heard this almighty crash. And I looked over my shoulder. Mrs. Brown is legs akimbo on the floor on her back Mm. and she's gone arse over tit over my hockey stick I'm thinking oh my god I hope she's gonna get up (laughs) because I need to get my stick back wow and she's just lying there on the ground (laughs) but she's you know her eyes are open she's flustered and she starts getting up and all the kids are laughing and then she's telling all the kids off for laughing at her for falling over like it's not the most hilarious thing we've seen all week and then she just potters off, goes and sits back down behind the teacher's desk and um, carries on with the lesson. Think nothing of it. Go home, have my tea, plan my next hockey session and how, how brilliant I'm going to be. No No problems. The next day, she's not in school, but that's not unusual because she's a supply teacher. It's very common to see her a lot because she's She takes cover for a lot of lessons, but also it's not weird that she's not there. So still think nothing of it. The next week, we have one of those horrendous whole school assemblies that you have to sit through. And the head teacher comes up to make an announcement to say that some very sad news this week. Mrs. Brown has unfortunately passed away in Mm. hospital. So the last time she was seen, she'd fallen over your hockey stick? Last time she was seen by everyone in my class, okay? And it was confirmed that she did not die as a result of tripping over a top-of-the-range hockey stick. (laughs) But that didn't stop everybody in my science class basically vilifying me. Making out like I'd premeditated her death. Have you an idea what it's like to be 11 years old at secondary school and basically people calling you a murderer? It wasn't my fault. It wasn't my fault, but everybody. So then people were calling me like Buckland the Basher as if I bludgeoned her head in with it. I mean... What was the excuse that your parents gave you for removing you from that school? And in fact, the area. I was told that it was because we missed our family and we wanted to move back down south. Mm. I do believe it is time for a little drinks break.
1: I'm in. So the At Least You Didn't podcast has an
0: official sponsor. We are now sponsored by Lixia Drinks. Now, Lixir drinks make the most amazing tonic waters. They've got less sugar, fewer calories, nothing artificial. They have been mixed by actual bartenders.
1: They've done elderflower and lemon, blood orange and cinnamon, rhubarb and ginger. There's all sorts of flavours. But most importantly, there's also a discount code.
0: Oh, yeah yes. When you go to licksirdrinks.co.uk to order your fancy tonic waters, make sure you pop in at the checkout, the discount code ALYD 15. ALYD, at least you didn't. You get the gist. And uh, get yourself 15% off some delicious tonic waters. Just
1: FYI, ALYD L Y doesn't work. Tried it.
0: Of course you did. Should we crack on? Should we do some more podcasts now? Cheers. Chin chin. Okay, Caroline, at least you didn't forget to put the brakes on. Mm. So we're on holiday and we
1: decide to take Arthur, who at that point is maybe two or three, Mm -hmm. um, on this little train ride that you can go on that goes from this little car park and takes you up a clifftop and you get to see the sea and it takes you to the aquarium that they have there. And we're like, yep, we'll do a day trip out. You know, we'll go to the aquarium. We'll see all the fish. See the seals. Oh,
0: I love a seal.
1: Yeah, I love a seal. Um, So this train ride is like, um, it's like a kids' fun train ride. It's not one that you'd catch to work. You Mm -hmm. know, Southwest trains aren't about to start taking it and putting it on his books. It's made of wood. Um, You can sit sort of two abreast. It's like a mm. little, a little, it doesn't have windows. It's just open air, you know, it's a fun <laughs> train ride. Right? So Arthur has a buggy at this point. And so I said to them, oh, are we able to get the, the buggy in? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just stick it in this carriage. They've got like a special goods carriage. One where they've removed the seating from so that you can put in push chairs. And I'm thinking, great, absolutely brilliant. Now it's quite a new push chair and I don't really like pushing a push chair. I'll be honest. Just don't like it. it mm. seems to hurt my back. I'm not really sure why. So if ever we were out with a pushchair, Rob tends to be the pushchair pusher. Anyway, Rob's taken Arthur out. I push the pushchair onto the little goods wagon thing and I put the brake on. Now, there are no doors on this train. No mm-hmm. doors at all. But on the people section, there's a chain. Mm-hmm. You just hook it on. There's nothing on the goods section. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Train sets off. We're all having a lovely time. Uh, isn't it wonderful? Rob says to me, oh, um, Arthur could probably do some milk. Have you got the bag? I went, oh, no, I've um, I've left it on the push chair. And it's the bag that contains like nappy, change of clothes, milk, our wallets, mm-hmm. um, phones, like literally, literally everything. But the problem with the bag is, is it's quite heavy, And it's fine when Arthur was sat in the pushchair to put the bag over the handles because the weight of Arthur sort of balanced it out. Yeah, Yeah. but you take the child out and it's very top heavy and you're lucky if it stays up. I was very lucky that it had indeed stayed up. So I'm starting to feel a little bit nervous and I'm looking ahead to see where this train's going and it's sort of starting to go up a hill and the hill is obviously a massive cliff.
0: And at this point, Caroline, you can't get back to the. It's not like on a normal train where you can just press a little button and the doors open. You just go through the carriages as you please, willy nilly. No, there's no. You cannot get back to that. You can't get anywhere at all.
1: Me sat next to Rob, Arthur on our lap. We're in one carriage. (laughs) The carriage behind us has like three buggies, so it is only behind us. And I can reach my arm through but I can't quite reach it. It is like five centimetres too far away. And oh. there's no way Rob or I can fit through the gap to sort of pull ourselves across on our stomachs, like army style, to try and pull ourselves into that carriage. And trust me, we thought about it because up ahead as it starts going higher and higher and it's going further and further up this cliff, you then get to the top of the cliff and it takes a sharp bend round a corner. And we saw it coming. there was nothing we could do about it, Annabelle. Oh, my God. Caroline. And as the train goes around the corner, and it is just before it stops, it's like a minute before it stops, as it goes around the corner, the pushchair falls off the train. No. And goes down the cliff. (laughs) With all of our stuff in it. Oh, my God. We just found ourselves yelling out of this non-window window. window. There's no baby in it! There's Uh, not a baby in it! There's no baby! Because people from below were looking absolutely terrified. Um, And luckily, from the point that it stops, you're not too far away from the point where the buggy had fallen off. Anyway, we get off the train. We absolutely, we, (laughs) Rob legs it um, and gets there within sort of, 6 minutes of it having catastrophically fallen down the cliff. People have gathered round the outside of it. I'm watching from a distance as I'm slowly like uh, 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 trying to take Arthur with me. Um and yeah, everyone was terrified that a baby had just fallen off the cliff. No, no, oh, don't no. worry. God. Nobody nobody panic. Oh, and that was also the point that I learned there's not just one brake on that buggy, there's two, one for each wheel. <laughs> <laughs>
0: At least you didn't have a crush on
1: Mick Hucknall. Carpet burn your lady bits. At least you didn't show the coppers your tits. It could be worse. Congratulations, you made it to the end of
0: this week's podcast. Well done. Hope you're not too traumatised. <laughs> <laughs> this one was quite a traumatising one, wasn't it? <laughs> I think it was really. Um, next week's no different. I'll be
1: honest. Uh, on next week's episode, at least you didn't have an incident with a heat pack.
0: Kill the romance. Or forget you had a child. Just a little reminder that if you wanted to be very generous and help us out, rate, review, subscribe, share, tell your gran or anyone else you love. That was weird. It's time to go, isn't it? (laughs) Do you ever put the hoover on parts of your skin? I love doing that.